Hello, everyone, and welcome to One for All. As always, I am Anna. I remembered introductions this week, and this... I'm really impressed. I am Nancy. And this is the show where every week we rewatch and review an episode of My Hero Academia. Now, today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Symbol of Peace. This is a good one. Yeah, this is a really good one. Like, the next two in particular are, are pretty awesome. If you are joining us for the first time and you have never seen this episode before, get your Kleenex. Don't mm-hmm. get your Kleenex right now. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Kleenex, go to the store, buy Kleenex, come back, <laughs> and watch the episode because you are gonna, you're going to need them. Mm-hmm. That is the most I'm going to tell you about what I remember about this episode, the bucket loads of tears that I cried while watching it. There was a lot of that this season. Yeah, I mean, it's a very intense season, like emotionally all around because the stakes are so high, especially when compared to previous seasons. And this episode is another example of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost Christmas as Mm -hmm. we record this. Yes. And in the real world, my workplace has recently gone from being a a library that allows a limited amount of people in the door back to being curbside only. (laughs) But... You know, every week we sit here and we say COVID's still a thing, but guess yeah, what? Yeah, every week you say COVID's still a still thing. thing. <laughs> but guess what? Today, mm-hmm. the, the very first truck shipped with vaccine. That's pretty exciting, yeah. In the U.S., which is unbelievable. Go mm-hmm. science. Mm-hmm. We love you, science. Don't let all those anti-science, anti-vaxxers make you feel bad about yourself. You're wonderful and great. I am very happy to have uh, the vaccines starting to admittedly slowly roll out, but it means that soon the people that need them the most are going to get them. The old people will be safe. Mm-hmm. The old people need to be safe. Grandparents need visits. Exactly. Very badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a rough year for, for folks who are elderly. Oh, especially. Yeah, really bad. So, oh, yeah, maybe this nightmare is on its way mm-hmm. to over with. But let's jump into the episode. I don't want to make people wait too long for this one. It's a really good one. We're going to go watch it, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to cry while I tell you what happened. Of course. See you soon. And we're back. And I was wrong. You don't need all the Kleenex, just some Kleenex this episode. Yeah. You will need all the Kleenex next episode. Yeah, sometimes it's hard when you have, like, these episodes that are, you know, these multi-arc episodes, knowing when something ends and begins. But at the end of the day, we're going to try to record another one after this. And so I may get to use my Kleenex anyways. You may. (laughs) We actually jump in with a recap of All Might and Company showing up to save the day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, All Might bursting in to save Bakugo, but at the very last second... Barf um, portals. All the portals get barfed out, and we're able to see now that all of the villains get taken away, too, and not just Bakugo. Yeah, barf portals is like the grossest power ever. Yeah, um, not a great one, definitely. Not, not a great one. It's it's not super good, and all of the enemies escape. All of them, and outside... Endeavor's having a time. There's lots of no, no moves. moves everywhere. And Sukauchi's there sort of directing the police. Um, who are no match for no moves. Who are no match for no moves. And you see sort of All Might poke his head out from the, the building where he was fighting in and causing so much chaos with all of his mashes. And it's like, hey, Endeavor, how are you doing with all those no moves? And he's like, are you getting senile or something? <laughs> yeah, do you need glasses, bifocals, or something like that? And he basically says, I can handle the no-moos. You go and you do your thing. Yep, absolutely. And just in case you forgot what was going on at the warehouse, Mm -hmm. we get to see that. In fact, it's not good. 
for best genus and company. We basically start with the scene with best genus like on the ground. We learn from a little bit of narration from All for One, the big bad, that he almost killed everyone right there. But at the very last second, best genus was able to use his powers um, with people's clothing, like by basically pull them out of the way. But as a result, best genus is not in a good position. No, he's, you can tell that he knows he's outmatched Mm -hmm. here and he's, Really kind of nervous. And what they told them about this mysterious mastermind is that he was careful and probably wouldn't show himself Mm -hmm. uh, unless he was, like, really sure of his safety. And he's like, this isn't what I was told at all. Like, this is bad. Yeah, we uh, get a little flashback scene to Sakoshi sort of briefing the police about him. And Best Genius realized that he doesn't know the whole story. It's just a bad situation for him. But... No matter what, he's going to fight anyways. Yeah, he's like, that's what being a top hero is all about, is getting yourself out of these Mm -hmm. types of situations. And despite the grudging respect from All for One to to Best Genius, you can tell he's like, that was really impressive. I think most people just would have died. Yep. He gets shot through the chest, Mm -hmm. through the stomach. And it's really shocking for, for one thing, there's blood everywhere. And also, like, this is a top hero, and he wasn't even able to get, like, a hit off. It was just, you know... He inconvenienced him. Yeah, pretty much. And one thing I remember the most about this episode is it looks like Best Genus died. And we don't actually get the question of whether or not he died for a while. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, it definitely looks like he just got murdered right there. Yep. And you you really don't know watching it. You're pretty sure he's just dead. But we learn uh, the reason why, you know, All for One is just sort of brushing him aside. He makes a comment about, well, I don't need yours for tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, your your quirk basically doesn't fit his temperament. Yep. So it looks like he is specifically picking up quirks for our Shigaraki. Yep, to give him multiple quirks, which we know is exceptionally dangerous. Yeah. And he's exceptionally dangerous. We get a shot of the students who are here, if you remember correctly, they but they're are hiding. Terrified. And they are absolutely frozen in fear. They're terrified. And while they're basically sitting there going oh my god what are we gonna do Deku's like what what am I gonna do Bakugo arrives from the barf portal from the barf portals and the other villains as well actually all for one is like hey uh Shigaraki you uh looks like you failed again but it's cool it's fine just try again that's what I'm here for is to give you unlimited attempts to better yourself yeah and it's interesting the way again we don't know what it was like in the original japanese um because it's translated but he's the words he used are i am here for you which seems like such an interesting twist on all might's big i am here but it's i am here for you personally you specifically this one individual not everyone he even says i even saved your associates yeah like, I didn't have to do that, but you value them. Yeah. So I saved them, and I also brought this boy that you thought was... Was useful. useful. Which, you know, I have to think in this moment that having this sort of all-powerful figure see you as being important and being valuable, that that probably means a lot to Shigaraki. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that would be crazy. And I mean... We don't know a ton about him at this point in the mm-hmm. series other than the fact that he was like abandoned yep. or, you know, something happened. So all for one for Shigaraki is like a savior figure. Yeah. And he's also a patron mm-hmm. who gives him access to resources to do the things that he wants to do and is actively trying to mentor him into a more competent and dangerous villain. As this is going on, we have, again, 
Deku and the students continuing to be frozen in fear yeah. and trying to come up with a plan. Deku is like, Bakugo's right here. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go get him. Like, I can't not do something. And you see him going through his head and trying to come up with a plan and trying to force his body to move, but he's frozen in fear. And eventually he gets to a point where he is able to take one step forward, but before he can do anything... Tenya reaches out and stops him and reaches for him and Todoroki, which makes you think that even though we weren't in Todoroki's head, that he was probably thinking a similar thing. Yeah, I mean, Tenya knows them pretty well. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, Tenya knows that going out there is suicide. I don't think he says it out loud. No, they're they're all too scared to speak, basically. But you hear in his head that, you know, him holding them back. He will protect them. That's, That's his goal here. But it looks like they're made. At Mm -hmm. the end of the scene, because All for One says something like, so you were there after all. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, oh, shit. Yeah, you think for a second, oh, God, he's talking about the students. But no, he's not talking about the students. Because All Might is here. All Might is here, and he rushes in. He rushes in. And he, like, double double fist, double punch, Mm -hmm. All for One. But the pressure that's exerted from All for One back is enough to hold All Might at bay. And just the sheer repulsion of the two, what is it, unstoppable force, immovable object. Pretty much. Blows them both backwards, destroying part of the building. Yeah. Like, this is, you know, you think a lot about, like, the big Superman fights and how in order to have Superman fight anyone worth fighting, they have to be on such a powerful strength level. This is what you see here. There's an exchange of blows, uh, and, and as they fight, the city around them is just getting destroyed. Yeah, and it's... It's crazy. Bakugo gets a look at this and he's like, oh my god, he even repelled All Might. Like, that's that's bad news. Yeah, he's able to make the mental connection that this must be the boss. This is Shigarashi b- boss right here. He knew they were working for someone and it must be this guy. And in this little fight between All, All Might and All for One, they notice things about each other. Like... All for one notices, you know, you're not moving as fast as you used to. You should have been here 30 seconds ago. You should have been ago. here 30 seconds ago. And All Might's like, what's with the helmet? Yeah, because All for One does have that, like, industrial breather helmet. Yeah, he's like, are you pushing yourself too hard or something like that? Yeah, because lest we forget, these two have tangled before. Mm-hmm. And they both left with significant injuries. Yeah, I mean, you thought one of them was dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. And we know that he's got a potato head. So yep. <laughs> uh, things probably did not go that great for him. But... You know, here we are having this fight and we get to see the real power of All for One up close where he does this big blast, like this air pressure blast. Mm -hmm. And he's reciting off like four different quirks that he's combined to create this effect. Mm -hmm. And we realize that the Nomus are dangerous because they're not intelligent, but they have a bunch of quirks. This is a guy who has had hundreds, maybe thousands of quirks in his life and understands how to use them together to generate new quirks and abilities and if it was anybody other than all might they would have been dead yeah i mean it's incredibly dangerous i mean we're able to see even with the characters that are just here how dangerous it can be to have one quirk to have deku's quirks or todoroki's quirks like what if you had like a seemingly endless combination of quirks that you could just combine and experiment upon at your disposal and it really shows you why he is considered so dangerous in that moment and i think it's really interesting because 
as you're watching this, he says something like, this is a fun combination. Like, mm-hmm. this is something he enjoys. Like, it's a hobby. Yeah. is just trying out different quirks and seeing how they work together. Everybody knows that this is a bad situation, right? Yes. The students know this is a bad situation. Bakugo knows this is a bad situation. Because All Might can't save Bakugo because All for One is here. Exactly. But Bakugo can't escape from six villains no either. it's just it's way too many and we have a moment actually where it looks like they're gonna take bakugo away where we see all for one use his like his nails grow out of his hands and he like plunges them into kurogiri to force him to use his quirk basically and he makes some sort of comment about how oh sure i have these portals but his portals, his portal abilities are much more versatile than mine, basically. So I'm going to use his and you guys should get away, which is obviously the opposite of what we want right now. We want Bakugo to be rescued. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I have a note here that says kids can't do shit. <laughs> because they also realize that as a side effect, the destruction that's being caused from this fight from between All for One mm-hmm. and All Might means that All Might can't just unleash. Yeah. Like he can't go ham on this dude because Bakugo could get hurt. Yes. And so Deku is like, I have to find the route. There's got to be a safe way to get Bakugo out of there. And then All Might can do his thing. Now you see him running through all the options in his head and creating maps in his minds for ways that he could possibly get to Bakugo. And then he comes up with a plan. He He manages to come up with a plan that will not only rescue Bakugo, but do it without fighting. And he goes to explain it to everybody. Mm-hmm. We get in between this explanation that is not told to us immediately. Yeah. All for One is mocking All Might about the restrictions and the hard life of being a hero where you've got to take into consideration everybody's safety and you've got to like do all these things. Because he knows that All Might can't just fight him in earnest right mm-hmm. now. And he's yeah. toying with him. Oh, yeah. So we start to get into Deku's plan. And the first thing we one of the actually one of the first things we learn is that there's an important part of this plan and Deku can't be the one to do it. It won't work because it is dependent upon Bakugo's pride. And instead, the key person in this plan is Kurishima. Yeah, because, you know, they're lovers. And, you know, when you love... Friends. A... Air quotes. Air quotes, friends. friends. Yeah, um, so... I'm, I'm going to ride this ship all the way to the end of the, the podcast. Let's just say that if you are a Bakugo Kurishima fan, this is a good episode this for you. This is a good episode for you. <laughs> he, he's like, all right, listen... We're gonna we're gonna boost launch ourselves yep. with full cowling and, and Tenya's uh, engine legs. Yeah, reciprocal. Res, res, Reciro- we can't pronounce. No, nope. engine legs. <laughs> engine legs. They're gonna use Karishima to harden up and break through the wall mm-hmm. because the villains haven't seen them yet. Yeah. They're gonna have Todoroki make the ice slide as tall as he can make it, which we know is pretty tall. Yeah. So they're able to be sort of out of reach from the villains. They're going to ride it like a ramp. Pretty much. It's v- very air. much the classic, you know, um, Iceman from the X-Men, how we all, sometimes he rides on a ice bridge. Yep. Just like that. But um, big. So that they'll be in the air mm-hmm. where they can't be easily touched, especially mm-hmm. since the villains long distance folks are down. Mm-hmm. Dobby is down yep. and Kurigiri is down. Yeah. And we see them do this, and we see them go up, and we see them fly through the air, and then we see Kirishima turn around and reach for Bakugo and tell him to come. And we know in this moment that this is something that is almost impossible for Bakugo to do. It is impossible for him to accept help from other people and to run away from a situation, even a bad one like this. You think for a moment, is he going to accept help? Will Kirishima be enough? And the answer is yes. 
He launches himself into the air and he goes and he grasps onto Kirishima's arm and they fly away together. And how can you not ship these two? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he smiles and when mm-hmm. he takes his hand in the air, like Shigaraki tries to grab Bakugo and mm-hmm. he blasts off, like oh, yeah. full on flies mm-hmm. through the air. Like a fucking rocket ship. <laughs> ends up grabbing Kirishima's hand and he's like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here? And they're flying through the air. They're trying to figure out how to... They're going to land this. Yeah. So Tenya is like, hey, on my mark, let's go ahead and, and blast so we can get down in, in traditional Bakugo fashion. He's like, no, you go on my mark, not the other way around. Yeah, so just in case you thought, oh, wow, maybe this is a moment of ambition. And it is a moment for, of growth for Bakugo. Don't get me wrong. This is a moment of growth for Bakugo, I think. But he's still Bakugo. He's still argumentative. He still has to do everything his way. He's still super difficult. Yeah. and. I think it's Karishima who's just like, we don't have fucking time to argue about this. Mm-hmm. Just shut up <laughs> and do the thing. The villains aren't being idle, though. No, they are already in hot pursuit. And I think it's Mr. Compress who starts flying after him. Let's, let's touch on an important yeah. part here. They talk about how mm-hmm. their long-range people are down. Yes. And Magni is like, I will oh, yeah, throw you true. through the air. What's really interesting here that I wanted to talk about is they explain her powers here. Yeah, which we didn't know before because she just had... She would just pull things she to She would pull things to her, but we never got an explanation about so her. So she can polarize people. So mm-hmm. like on a magnet, north and south poles. Yeah. Which, and use them to either repel or to pull. And it's based on gender, yeah. which is the most interesting point. Because she's able to launch them yeah. through the air. Mm-hmm. Which, if her gender was, was, was not real, mm-hmm. she couldn't do. Yeah, exactly. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you creator of this wonderful wonderful uh, fictional universe for mm-hmm. this i didn't notice it the first time we watched this there's a lot going on in this episode admittedly but yeah super fascinating she's able to launch spinner mm-hmm. and mr compress into the air because if mr compress can get a hand on them mm-hmm. he can turn them into marbles yeah just the same thing that we saw you know a few episodes back but before he's able to get to bakugo he is blocked by a giant mount lady <laughs> Yep, she she grows to full size mm-hmm. and like I don't remember what they called it, Titan Shield or something. Or something like that. Like that. And they hit her right in the face. Oh yeah, and she like sort of muttered something about how like Prioritize you know, the pr- rescue. Prioritize the rescue, but you could tell that, that she did not appreciate getting hit in the face like that. Nope. And the folks on the ground who are trying to do something about it, like Magni, get hit by Gran Torino, who's yes. finally showed up. And he's recognized right away by All for One who said, Oh, it's Shimura's friend. Who we know is All Might's predecessor. Yeah, All Might's predecessor. It's this great moment where All Might is like, you're late. Mm -hmm. You're too slow. Mm -hmm. And Grand Trino says, you're too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Too slow. You're too fast. You can tell these these two have known each other such a long time, which is great. You can tell what their relationship is like in a a couple seconds. And we don't see them together a ton. No, we don't. Not really. But now because Bakugo is away... All Might can fight without holding back. And he has an ally on top of that. Yep. And All For One points out that they got us. Like, they turned the tables on us. Mm-hmm. And he forcibly activates Magni's quirk with mm-hmm. those, n- those nails. Those nail things. And magnetizes uh, Himiko, Toga. Yep. Uh, and draws to- the rest of the boys to her yep. in the portal that she's in front of. She is so nervous as these men are just flying at her. She's like, not all at once. No, <laughs> too fast. <laughs> and what's really fascinating, too, is when they're going through, Magni is sent through, like, last. Yes. So, like, Toga attracts 
the men and mm-hmm. then the men folk end up pulling Magni, Magni uh, into the portal. And Shigaraki... Yeah, we is, see a glimpse, you know, as he's going through the portal, we see a glimpse of him as a little boy. One of the most interesting moments of the episode, we see All for One calling him Tenko Shimura. Yep, Tenko Shimura. Shimura is the name of All Might's predecessor. Yep. So we don't get into the specifics, but we know, obviously now, that there is a connection there. Yep, and they... It's great, because in the second you think they're going to elaborate on that, and then they nope. don't. Yeah, we, we have a fight scene to, to go into, and we're going to... We're like, all right, ready to throw down, but we have All for One just completely throwing a wrench into All Might's plans by portaling Gran Torino in front of his face. So when All Might comes in for a punch, he punches his mentor. His poor old <laughs> his, man Gran, Tor- Gran Torino. In the face. Yeah. And All Might is, is pissed. And yeah. he's, he's like, I'm going to stop you this time. I'm going to see you in prison. I'm not mm-hmm. going to leave it to chance. And, oh man, All for One is so amused by this. And mm-hmm. he's like, I've been told that before. Yeah. By your predecessor. Yeah, pretty much. And he sort of mocks heroes and their sort of tendency to rescue others and stuff like that, which you know definitely gets under All Might's skin because that's his purpose. That's his purpose. And we also get sort of, you know, they ha- they clash. And we get a revelation from Gran Torino that All Might is pretty much reached his limit. Yeah, so there's a moment here at the end of the episode, like we're right at the end, mm-hmm. where All Might comes in for a smash and he hits... All for one, so hard, he shatters the face mask. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Like, he grabs his arm to hold him in place and then hits him right in the face. And you think for a moment that, oh, did he win? Did he win? Is this the end? But no, it's not the end. Half of his face is deflated. Like, he's starting to Mm -hmm. de-muscle. Gran Torino mentions that it looks like All Might's at his limit. But All for One isn't. Mm -hmm. He's laughing. And he's like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, you look like... You're running out of strength there. It ends with that sinister laugh. Mm-hmm. And we are left on a cliffhanger. Hell of a cliffhanger. Not just any cliffhanger. A hell of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a really great episode. Oh, um, yeah. So much go- goes on in this episode. But it's all... It's all so exciting. No, it really, really is. It's really well done. Once again, All for One feels like the threatening big bad villain that mm-hmm. he's supposed to be. I mean, in like the first five minutes or so, he takes out Best Genus. The number four hero. The number four hero. So that is pretty impressive. And we watch him tangle with All Might like it's nothing. Yeah. He has to pay attention, mm-hmm. but he's never, it never seems like he's really threatened by the situation. Yeah. Like he's just rebuffing All Might over and over and over again. Some really impressive moments in the rescue. Mm-hmm. There, we didn't touch on this, but Gran Torino's like, that boy is becoming more and more like you. And yeah, in I remember a bad that too, way. in a bad way. Um, because, you know, they were to- like, I think even All Might's a little surprised to see him there. Because like, well, I figured what after what happened at Hosu City, he wasn't going to jump in again and do something Teenagers. like this. But no, of course he is. <laughs> we know Deku. <laughs> we know Deku. So yeah, this episode was fantastic. Next episode is unbelievable. Yeah. who get- There's a lot of candidates this week, I think. Who gets your... Um, Plus Ultra Hero uh, the Week, Character of the Week. Hmm. You know, this is going to sound strange, but I am going to have to give it to Bakugo because I feel like the moment where he accepted help and he ran away, even though it isn't something that comes natural to him, I feel as if that is a really important moment for him. 
So I'm going to have to give it to Bakugo. I was going to give it to Deku for a really inspired plan, mm -hmm. but I think I, I, I think you swayed me. Mm -hmm. I think that sitting back on his pride is one of Bakugo's biggest character flaws. Yep. It's, it's, it's one of his biggest issues, and he puts that aside. And yes, it's Karishima and not Deku who's asking him to, mm -hmm. to escape, but he does it. And he he's a pain in the ass up there, but mm -hmm. he does what needs to be done, too. Yeah, I feel like usually when we give these plus ultra character of the weeks, then we usually give it to someone for doing something really impressive in battle or being real, if either like from a fighting sense or for being really smart. But I feel like doing something really impressive in battle or being really smart in a fight is not going beyond for Bakugo. That's just, that's his default. For him, what going beyond it is being able to swallow his pride and do what needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so good job, Bakugo, for the Daily Double. Yeah. I don't have the Daily Double sound room Jeopardy. That's okay. Now, if you want to talk to us about whether or not you needed your Kleenex for when uh, Bakugo goes to Karishima, mm -hmm. you can do so on Twitter. We are at One For All Cast. You can also find us there directly as well. I'm at Incidentally Anna, A-N-A, and Nancy is at watch nancy tweet now if you love this show we would love for you to leave us a review over on your podcatcher of choice it really does help teach the robots that our show is good and that other people might enjoy it it's so helpful to us when you do thank you to everyone who has uh, over the last year mm -hmm. which is really fantastic don't forget also this holiday season probably after the holidays when you hear this now that i think about it to check out Nancy's Hero Fiction, Red and Black, Black and Blue, and Silver and Gold are all available now on Amazon with fourth book coming this year? For, well, technically next year. Um, fourth, The fourth book, I guess I can say it now because you'll be getting this in like uh, two or three weeks, but I just sent away book four to my editor. So hopefully we'll get it out sometime in the spring. Soon, soon, soon. Yeah. Which is really, really exciting. I got to read the beta draft and it's awesome. So yeah, 2021 is going to be a big year for my fiction all around. And I have book four coming out. And I also have a special little side shorter project for the Red and Black series coming out soon too. That's really exciting. Now, I want to take a moment to thank everyone for listening. We wouldn't do the show if it wasn't for you. I want to thank Richard DaCosta for our opening and ending credits, which are wonderful. And of course, a very special thank you to my co-host, Nancy, who we had brunch this morning. We had pancakes and bacon. The bacon and was, was so good. It was, yes. And I made the bacon and it was really, really the good. The pancakes were also really good. Yeah. Um, and it was nice. It was a little different than toast and cereal. Yeah. Big, big difference. Mm -hmm. Very tasty. Next week, or in a couple minutes for us, we're tackling season three, episode 11, one for all. We'll see you then. See you then. <laughs>